0: Hello there, I'm Tim and he's John. This is How to Murder Time, a podcast about games and things. Hello everybody. Watcher. It's been another week. It is, another week. I play games. Actually I actually played... played a game this week. Yeah, night.
1: yeah. I played a game and enjoyed it as a well. A game, singular. Okay, it's A-singular. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think you're pulling your weight. I played, I played two games. games. Yeah. Well, I played three games that I can talk okay. about. Two or three, depending. We'll see how we go. We should probably have come up with a running order before we started recording. Yes. Professionals. I'm to talk about Remember Me. Do you remember that? I, I remember Remember Me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not a new game, necessarily. Fantastic soundtrack. Yeah, I'm just casting around in Steam and thinking, oh, yeah, I played that. Because, you know, you play, particularly with these intensely story-based sort of third-person action-adventure type things, it does sort of play out like a movie, and you get to the end, you think, oh, done with that, put it away, don't really come back to it. And so I only played it once. Um, yeah. and yeah, and it would have been a what 30 quid game or something yeah. like that 15 quid whatever um and you know it's a criminal waste if you only play those things once so i dug it out had another game go. very good i've just totally forgotten how brilliant it was Awesome people in every it. regard. A lot of people hated it. I don't understand. And I don't
1: know why. I, I really liked it. It was, had some fantastic things in it.
0: So there's a lot going for it. So you've got this fantastic sort of neo Paris 20, 2400s a thing going on. A gorgeous looking neo Paris. A gorgeous one. Yeah, you've got all the sort of traditional Parisian landmarks because, you know, you don't know it's Paris unless there's an Eiffel Tower in no. there. But in, in amongst it all, you've got all these arcologies in the background and sort of high tech Blade Runner style slums down the beginning, down in the, in the bottom of it all and everything as well. The character design is really good. The, the motion capture. Is amazing. There's some very good voice work in there, and that's you know, not necessarily a given. You know, that's, that's quite a rarity these days. you see the motion capture of the game i played. Okay. Um, it's a very good technical combo beat-em-up type shoot. Oh, well, it's not shoot Yeah, you get, you get a sort of shooty weapon, but it's really not about yeah, it's gunplay. Yeah, it's a combo beat-em-up yeah, uh, yeah. third-person job. Absolutely. With yeah. a
1: fantastic uh, combo customization. Yes,
0: you you define your own... You basically unlock these little little bubbles that you slot into the combo, whether you want it to... And, and then each... Kick or punch during that combo can do different things depending on what you need. And indeed, the game does pretty much seize up if you don't experiment with those yeah. as you go. It does force you to adapt those during fights. And you can do that between one hit and the next. You can open up the window and change the slotting of those. So. If it's not
1: working, you can just fix stuff. Yeah, exactly. Although then if you die, then your uh, fixing up uh, goes away, which is really annoying.
0: Yeah. yeah. Then you've got this intricate memory sort of remixing minigame going on as well, which is every so often uh, an important plot person needs their memories rewriting, which is your special power, your memory hunter, And you end up having this sort of quite intricate puzzle game where you're sort of stepping through something they remember and then altering key aspects of what they remember so that the memory itself plays out differently. And that can totally change their mind, which then brings all sorts of interesting sort of... um, deep philosophical musings on the nature of who and what you are I mean, if, if you are the, so, the the total of your memories, how easy is it to change who you are? I mean, at one point you, you ruthlessly rewrite the memories of a, of a bounty hunter who's coming to try and kill you and take you in. You manage to sort of grapple them and do the re-memory you know, rewriting their memory thing, and suddenly they do get up and they're your best buddy and they're yeah. sort of immediately on your side I, I, And Am I so, entirely sure at that point you are the good guy? No, that's so horrific and abusive when you think about it fully. It's, it's really Good, and you got the you know got a likable character there, and and just the there's yeah there's hidden stuff thing. There's a lot of parkouring, jumpy puzzles. There's not jumpy puzzles as such because it's always sort of showing you little arrows on what ledges to go for next, but liberally interspersed with interesting cutscenes going through it all. And you say it wasn't popular?
1: No, a lot of people didn't like it because it was new and different. And I don't know,
0: starred I, I, a lady and whatever other. Oh, is it, it that means. again? Is it is it strong female character? I think Ooh, so, yeah. don't like that. Fear for the future of the patriarchy. Yeah, well, yeah. whatever. I really liked it. So, yeah, I'm playing through. Got through the first bit. Um, you know, you wake up in this sort of memory-wiping punishment facility, and, you know, it's the protagonist with no memory of who you are type of cold open. Again. Which works very well for games. That's the problem, yeah. isn't it? Because if you are taking over another person's volition and, and activity and drive and objectives and so on you're sort of jumping straight into an, an adventure where you are somebody and you can't very well have this vast amount of expositional back reading you need to go through to so that you can properly empathize with the method you know the, you know playing playing these games as method acting so it works very well if you just jump straight in and your character conveniently can't remember anything about themselves yeah. either so you know that it seems to come up a lot in gaming because that seems to work well with the situation the sort of meta situation you find yourself in when you're doing it um yeah but you, you do then have to sort of work your way around uh, escaping into the slums find, finding your feet getting your gear and abilities back and then taking the offensive against the uh the overbearing corporate regime as usual so a sort of resistance tale going on there as well quite interesting stuff i'd mm. forgotten a lot of it so that's quite good remember me forgotten it see mm. yeah Probably something clever there, no. uh, mm, no. cleverer than us. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm really enjoying it. It's the sort of thing you can put a chapter or two in, and then suddenly I look up, and a couple of hours are gone, and I've really sort of you know lost track of time, and have been really drawn into it. I'm really in the mood for a good, well-told narrative, action, adventure. You know, because I don't really watch much telly or films and stuff. These are my films. You know, this this style of gaming. Uh, and it's good to just uh, dig one of these out and have a real good yeah. go at it again. So uh, there's a load of Steam achievements I missed the first time round, but a lot of those are play it in stupid, insane mode. And, have you been achievement hunting? Not really, no, no. I mean, I, I'll, I'll keep an eye on the list and see if anything looks like kicks coming up as I'm going through, but I just lose track of what I'm supposed to be doing. And a lot of them are play it in a completely different way that's not the way you're meant mm-hmm. to, you know, that you would naturally play this thing. So I just keep forgetting and, and don't get dragged into the achievements at all but um yeah playing playing through that i'm gonna go all the way through to the end again and i think i sort of vaguely remember how it all turns out at the end but uh it doesn't matter it's says so no. it's a glorious journey very stylish very good like you say the, the soundtrack's fantastic very uh, clean design with the ui and everything I, yeah i just it's got so much going for it that i can't imagine why it wasn't bigger than it was there was one bit where you had
1: to jump into the screen over a collapsing roof or something oh um, that's the reason there's a few i've all that there are one a bit. few
0: quick time events. Certainly, some of the bigger boss fights, when you actually end up getting their health down to uh, to minimum through your usual combo beat 'em up gameplay, it cuts into press these buttons as it goes through the cinematic to leap on their head and pull their memories out through the back of their necks yeah. and stuff. Those could be a bit those can be a bit irritating, um, and I suppose yeah, just the sort of. If you're not into beat em up combo fighting, uh, you're probably gonna be a bit disappointed <laughs> or parkour, <laughs> then, then both of those things will probably put you off. But it or does those Paris. does those things very well. I don't I have no real opinion one way or the other about Paris of the twenty fourth or fifth century. So um, but it's a very nice yeah. environment to be capering around in. I'm enjoying it a lot. So yeah, over to you. I'm gonna talk about a game called Late Shift. Okay.
1: Do you remember last year I played a game called The Bunker?
0: Bunker, yeah. That was a big cinematic thing. Big
1: cinematic FMV game. (laughs) Uh, A guy stuck in a bunker on his own, doing repetitive jobs each day because he had to do it to keep the bunker going, and then stuff happens. Mm -hmm. Well, this is by uh, either the same people or the same publisher. I'm not quite sure. But this is a story about a guy who... Works late nights uh, to pay his way through college in a uh, car park in London. Okay. One for very expensive cars. Right. So basically, um, it, it's un- underneath somebody's apartment or uh, an apartment block or something, and okay. he, he parks the cars and looks after them, makes sure nothing bad happens to them. And um, quite early on, he encounters a man trying to break into here to steal a car.
0: Right. And um, You're getting a sort of urban gritty reality thing about it all: Man has gun, oh man God.
1: takes guy prisoner because he needs him to drive, and then um, poor guy gets taken into uh, caught up in the conspiracy to steal a rice bowl. a rice bowl a rice bowl a, rice bowl. a very expensive rice bowl,, okay. which is up for auction. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, with you so far. yeah, and it's
1: all FMV. yeah, and it's basically you keep having to make choices okay. so it's it's very much a telltale game, but full FMV. All right, right. And because of that, it works a hell of a lot better. It's decently acted, mm-hmm. high production quality, yeah. um, lots and lots of... You know how the bunker was in one location?
0: Yeah. This
1: has outside bits, driving bits, okay. uh, bits in auction houses, bits in so hotels. I suppose with that
0: larger open environment, there's a lot less in the way of uh, freedom of action, of going where you like Oh, there's,
1: there's no actual free... Because
0: if you're in a smaller bunker yeah. with a certain amount of places, you could probably open that up a bit more as a standard adventure explore type thing. Whereas-
1: this has something like 19 scenes in total.
0: Okay. <laughs> I,
1: when I played for, I think I only got seven of them, and there's seven different endings. Mm. And so you basically you get uh, lots of choices, like do you try and run away now, and do you uh, comply? Do you Are you a bit lippy now, and do you agree you to go along with them? That kind of thing. Yeah. And... Um, it ends up being a really nice story, uh, which I'm going to have to play again several more times to get the other endings, because the ending I got did not quite go well for him.
0: <laughs> and I really enjoyed it. it it's, okay. It sounds quite limited. I mean, I, 19 scenes, presumably you have a well, binary choice at each junction as it yeah. branch quite a lot.
1: Uh, at the start, it doesn't, but towards the end... it. Does a mm, lot more because mm. you know, at the start you can't because you need to get down. Certain events have to happen. Yeah, unless yeah. one of those endings is, and then nothing happened because you missed the entire story. <laughs> he by just he just walked straight
0: out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It sounds yeah. I suppose it's pushing on the edge of the definition of game. Well, I suppose not really because interactive you movie. You compare yeah,
1: you compare it to Telltale games, which i not played any, which are exactly, the same, of which those are exactly the same thing.
0: Really, but with computer graphics. Oh, I was assuming those were more of a sort of Lucas adventure type. They things. used to I, be, but I
1: now should,
0: now. I play a telltale game (laughs) I've played any of them
1: they have a bit of moving around and stuff it's basically just a narrative where you're making uh, conversation choices and then a bit of a padding thing to make it look more like a game I did wonder because they do rush, they do rush a lot yeah. of
0: those out quite frequently. Hmm. I have to try one. I think I haven't tried. Try actually, I haven't
1: played a lot of them recently because uh, my patience for them got. But really like, almost violent. every
0: game or TV show seems to have a telltale tie-in these days, including other games, Borderlands, Telltale yeah. Adventure. Yeah. What? That's
1: sitting on my very meta. That's sitting on my Xbox, tempting me to actually get around to thinking it's worth playing. But I've
0: never actually gotten around to playing any of them, mostly because I'm just not really in a point-and-click adventure sort of person these days. They, but apparently not, they, they're, not, no, they're so not... they're not point-and-click eh? adventures. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh... I, would, I don't know. I mean, just from the sounds of it, I'm sceptical. You know, yeah, it's good. It's it, an interesting media thing. Your first say through will be a couple of hours.
1: Yeah. And if it's just a couple of hours, then what you've done there is basically it's gone to see a movie.
0: Gone to see a movie, except if you off you get to vote on what happens next. Sort of.
1: Yeah. No, it's not, it's not that cynical.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't You're, know. It, it, it's a lot more... OK,
1: and also you could probably just leave... What happens if you leave it running?
0: Does it eventually pick one for you? If you yeah, because they're all timed. they
1: So if you just leave it running, I wonder what happens. Oh, this essentially it is a film at yeah. that
0: point. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like you don't have a great deal of agency. No,
1: you don't have a great deal of agency. We don't have a great deal of agency in any game. You have the illusion of agency in most games.
0: Well, I don't know. Perhaps I like to be bamboozled a bit more thoroughly. Then I don't know. It well, it's a bit stuck I'm
1: playing this and then we Park at the same time, which very much opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. In the old adventure
0: type. So, so sorry. Thimbleweed Park and your LucasArts stuff compared to this is—is is the, the the proper adventure game? Just that experience, but with a great deal, many more ways to get things wrong. Uh, is it? Is it? Is is, is this just uh, you the want, same sort of story, but with you less, want to reduce less it dead down, ends? You probably
1: could reduce it down to that, but I don't think that would be being fair to either um, uh, games. I suppose because any game is just. Uh, any any AAA. If you're any AAA the game is a bunch of cutscenes with a bit of gameplay sticking together
0: now. Yeah, but surely that gameplay has to has to count for something. The, the basic business of say, remember me for example, doing the the the, 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 the uh, combo fighting or the or the parkouring around the city. But then uh, the, the the parkouring is is it's very detailed and elaborate. But ultimately, there are very very limited routes through the, yeah. each place, and they're often sort of pointed out with little arrows.
1: Well, if you take say a so, David Cage
0: game. Mm. Uh, one of his games
1: is very heavy on the story and not so great on the uh, actual gameplay. Yeah. People play them because of the story, and also people are mad. Um, whereas you something like Doom, which was all gameplay and very little story mm. that mattered, because they just cut out all the story that didn't matter. Yes. There's room for both in this world. And so options to play something like Mass Effect on easy where it's just basically r- rattling through the cutscenes or people who sit down and watch the cutscenes Andromeda has YouTube. a story made, yeah. doesn't it
0: which essentially is almost negligible fighting and combat yeah, and gameplay Yeah had at all. a similar thing yeah. That's
1: no different people want these stories and if you just want a story and you want a bit of interaction on it
0: Yeah I suppose it's, it's,
1: if, you, if start, you want a guided story
0: start really drilling down and analysing what, what gameplay actually is in a great many examples of things we play a lot of we'll probably be quite um, startled and, and worried by how little we actually need to do take Halo most most MMOs MMO, yeah. go, MMO combat full stop Yeah, it's you know watch the little clocks along the bottom push the button, push the number when the, uh, when the little clock has finished you know and, and keep making sure you tab another new target each time and sometimes you have to do it combos sometimes you have to get out of the way action combat which yeah. you know I mean, don't stand in Take the Halo,
1: thing. Gears of War, Uncharted,
0: yeah, any of those games. Mm.
1: It is a here's your story bit cutscene. Yeah, you now have to kill your way to this next point.
0: Now move your D- cursor over these things and press the mouse button a yeah. number of times until the next bit of story is. And, done. Oh god! And, and then I think, do this next cutscene I think scene. we're quite close to breaking me from gaming forever. Um, wow! Yeah. Yeah, maybe the conversation before the show was a bad. Perhaps then we should be looking at these things in terms of experience. Yeah, are, are we enjoying this thing? Yeah, exactly. That's all that matters. A game can be it doesn't how technically on a cookie. A, tec- a cookie technically undermand- It doesn't matter how technically undemanding it is, as long as you're enjoying the process. Yeah, that is the, all that matters. The, the whole—is it a game? Argument yeah. does
1: not matter. Is it a walking simulator? Does that matter. Did you play it, and did you uh, feel it was worthwhile to play it? Did you feel you got something out of it? Yeah, and conversely, and if you're not matters. if you're not enjoying it, then why bother playing?
0: For in, yeah, and often oh, you know, MMO cool. gaming, you're not enjoying it because you're putting up with it because you think of some some greater over goal is the, the actual thing,
1: or you've put enough. Hours in that you think, I've put enough hours into this now. The sunk cost
0: fallacy thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God, 2,000 hours. Better keep going nearly there. Yeah. If if
1: you compare, say, okay, two games I have lifetime subs for. Mm. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Played that for the story. Uh, The moment there was no more story, I didn't really want to play it just for the content. Against Star Trek Online, Mm. don't care about the story. It's stupid, uh, made-up Star Wars, Star Trek, bollocks. (laughs) Made up Star Trek. Yeah, it's not real Star Trek. Not
0: real Star Trek, yeah. But
1: I quite like the space combat,
0: so I will Uh, go back
1: and play that. I enjoy the minute-to-minute on the space combat.
0: Yeah, well, those—I mean, yeah, like I say, those examples are, quite, are interesting. I mean, the—I found the story quite irritating in Lotro, but quite enjoyed the the, the overall exploring this large Tolkien-esque world. Yeah, yeah, which had been yeah. Fairly well realized. So the,
1: the first, the first fifty times starting
0: around Hobbiton <laughs> is really fantastic. <laughs> I could deliver pies all day. Yeah, but yeah, then you go off into zones that don't appear in the books, and it's all yeah. standard MMO nonsense. But the story got quite irritating. Just the number of t- the the obvious and difficult. St- tortuous length they had to go to to try and make you the hero of Lord of the Rings which is patently absurd unless you are literally Frodo yeah, that you've got no business being there, but somehow they have to make let you be your own character and still be really, really important in the story of Lord of the Rings. They're, so so there's a whole people d- of people of Lord of the Rings who come in for a bit and then go away again. Well, and you could do
1: their bits in the bits where no, they're not being important. It's always me,
0: me, me. I'm the hero. That's yeah. the whole point of these games. And so yeah, you've got this weird B story going on where you're always over that next hill killing a load of orcs so that they don't stumble over the hill and, and, and attack the fellowship. And it's a whole. It's basically a massive, great, long story of what might have been and, and near misses. Avoid. Uh, Averted by you and your gang, you know. Uh, but and then, yeah, the Star Trek Online thing, I was playing a little bit of that recently. Uh, I, I sort of, into, I, I finished the Delta Quadrant, I was about two or three oh. missions away. Uh, Isn't it always the way? Yeah. And then I thought, oh, right, and I'm bored of this now. It didn't last long, my my re, re, revisit right. to Star Trek Online. The combat's interesting enough, you know, the, I like the gameplay, like you say, the sort of broadside in combat, but you can get that in quite a few other places you nowadays. Can, and the whole, oh, it was the Iconians again. It's like, oh. <laughs>
1: It's <laughs> and, the Iconians which yeah, have the biggest now, problem. Now I find
0: myself on the Iconian War set of episodes, which, as far as I can tell, seems to largely just be Denise Crosby doing all the heavy lifting with the voice work with this Empress Sealer thing. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. Because she got killed quite famously. Yeah. Terrestrial Generations. But apparently, there was some reason that she'd get to be back in it and be a Romulan this time.
1: There was a rather suspect. Some weird, very, very Gene Roddenberry style a uh, woman being very subverbiance to a man who had assaulted her
0: i well yeah he, that that whenever aside, you look at any
1: female relationship in uh Star are Trek, they all abusive they were all very suspect up mm. until a, you get to a point and then they start to be normal again
0: <laughs> that point is pretty much around the time when jim roddenberry dies yeah so so we've we've, we've Oh, look, it's 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 Denise Crosby. Hello, Empress Sealer, or whoever you're supposed to be. Uh, oh, 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 we got to capture you, and now we're off to go and look at the Iconians. And I, oh, there. Yeah. yeah. So I gave up. Um, there was another Dyson Sphere. I think it's three now. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody things are everywhere. They make one every time it comes on TV. Yeah. And um, that was just one episode, wasn't it? Yeah. With, with like a hot. T- t- that was the one where that was why Scotty I, yeah. was caught in a transporter beam the, the for like The point of the years.
1: episode was Scotty comes back. Episode, <laughs> just, not there is a Dyson sphere in the background.
0: Yeah, yeah, the whole point, yeah, it was just a, an episode to let let Scotty cameo on on next generation. But yeah, there happened to be a Dyson sphere, and so now that's that's basically ah, th- I just get it's Lotro like, and Star Trek Online. That they're, they're, they're so desperate to hook into the the proper lore and yeah. be a part of the canon, and they can get know, their little feet ten years exactly. in. And so they start coming up with this unlikely side story stuff that just gets really tedious, and I, I gave up in the end. <laughs> I just do not blame oh, you. Whatever, I'll play Elite Dangerous a bit instead so um i've completely forgotten what we were talking about but the idea the idea that you would play something because you're not enjoying it and it, it, and yet that could have game technically high and excellent gameplay you know yeah so well, how many games compared to for example yeah. your your 19 choices fmv two-hour extravaganza which you know you're obviously enjoying
1: yeah how how many games have you played which are excellent hmm. which you got to the end of them and thought okay i'm gonna stop playing this now yes every oh, AAA lots. game yeah basically. yeah pretty much you get to
0: the end of the story and there's yeah. not really enough gameplay to make you want to immediately start again yeah. and do the Still whole thing again possibly was...
1: the best game ever made story-wise mm. is uncharted 2 okay got to the end of that take your word for that had no desire to start at the beginning again and try that again a bit differently
0: that same thing happened to me with tomb raider the 2013 reboot yeah. one got to the end of that finished it done yeah. And it was a fantastic game. Oh, and that game. game
1: even leaves you with an open world where you can go
0: do yeah, stuff. Yeah, you can go and find all the hidden GPS whatnots and but just and, the, and yeah, the gameplay was brilliant. There's like stealth gameplay, a lot of good good stuff with bows and and just parkouring and stuff. Really enjoyed it. But but yeah, got to the end I thought, "No, I'd just done." You know, the story is so the uh, the whole experience is has a start and an end and was so complete. That it would just be ridiculous to immediately begin it again. Because yeah. why? It's yeah. like, it's like, it'd be like getting to the end of watching a film of an evening and then just going to the start, press play again. Watch the same film three times some in a do row. It. Do some people do that? Yeah. It? literally I've, back to uh, back not even go away and come back yeah. with some but i have done it before back what? in the
1: day when i thought <laughs> that dvd commentaries were a good idea
0: no no you were not watching the same no okay i was not then. watching the same no. content and even then you're watching two different films one with some background commentary and which further explains what you all the
1: wiser me has discovered that uh, uh, director commentary is a bunch of ass yeah yeah
0: so the idea that I suppose a a two hour press X to choose a different thing every 10 minutes game is not fun or not a game is not right. It's all to do with the the self contained experience. And I think the thing that a lot of MMOs and perhaps a lot of just, you know, lobby games, things like, I don't know, Counter Strike or whatever, the idea that your experience should have a a definite start and end. Whereas much of modern game design, I suppose, MMOs specifically, but I think a lot of games as well, anything that has an online matchmaking type aspect, multiplayer, they're designed with the idea that, well, we're not really going to have a start and an end. We'll have a start, but we won't really have an end. We're just going to keep people going yeah. round and round and round and round until they're utterly sick of this thing. And hopefully, as each time they go round, they might think about giving us some money.
1: If they keep you in a hub world as well, Yeah. in between, then you know that they're trying to make you get out of that mentality of, I'm going to uh, hit a uh, random deathmatch ARN, play a couple of games, do yeah. go off and have some deathmatch. That's
0: all right. We don't need to give them any content at the top end because they can just keep going round and round in factional PvP or whatever, you know. But like, that's fine. raiding, That's you know. fine. If you take, what, Call of Duty or Halo
1: or any of those games, either Counter-Strike, any of those mm. two, which is to say, okay, we're going to get people. They might play one game a week. They might play one game a month. Mm. They might play a 100 games a week or 100 games a day, but we don't care, because some <laughs> people are going to want it more, some people are going to want it less.
0: I suppose it's wrong to expect them, they being whoever's the author of these experiences, to necessarily be the ones that define the experience's length. Yeah. Perhaps it's up to us. Perhaps we need to decide when we've had enough.
1: there is a definite trend over the mm. last decade with the online stuff mm. to make it so that you don't... They don't give you nice breakpoints where you can... Well, stop they don't want them. you to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. There, there's a breakpoint when you think, right, you OK, I've leave. done this now, and I can go off and do stuff. In uh, Call of Duty, it's, don't, this match is finished. And you're at this point, it's ticking down to play the next one, and you think, okay, now I'm going to break and stop.
0: Yeah, Guns of Icarus does that. We're but, playing that on the Fridays. So it, it, when you finish a match, it will just automatically queue for the yeah. next one. You know, but, forever.
1: But then there are the games like uh, Destiny and um, um, Thingy um, uh, Division, hmm. where you get out of a game, and then there's stuff you've got to do with your loot. Yeah, you need the, to go off and the processing the downtime. Yeah, you have to go off spot, and the downtime do, downtime do this loop. stuff you loot. So you could quit now, or you could go work on your loot so it's ready for your next game. But yeah. then you might as well just sign up for another game and play another one and, and do another round. Yeah. And, yeah, I
0: think we're very bad, I think well, I know I am, but quite bad at judging when an experience is finished. That's the thing. We yeah. always, we always stay a little bit longer. We always sign up for the next weird weird currency they add for gear or whatever. We always want to do that a little bit more, and it can sour experiences because we, you know, the, the whole idea of leaving wanting more is is something that not many of us have the patience, I suppose, or self control to apply to our own experiences. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I'm <laughs> maybe I'm uh, transferring on everyone else here, but also just ask the listeners. Mm, yeah. Yes. Well, see what you think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so,
1: um, Late Shift or whatever the game is yes. called. It's been so long since. It's been longer since i played it now than we, since we started <laughs> talking about it. That's uh, not a good sign. <laughs> if you can spend longer talking yeah. about it than it takes to play. Uh, it, it, it is good. It has high production values of an indie film. It's written by, I think, the guy who wrote the first Sherlock Holmes movie, the Guy Ritchie one. Oh, right. I could be wrong on that. I think it was that one. Uh, and um, so it is well written, reasonably well acted uh nice it, it seemed nicely paced the way I played it because I was making choices, and I, my choices were sort of pace related there tends to be a ramp it up a bit, take it down a bit options
0: is the expectation that you'd go through it in one sitting or save game come back another day it's carry short
1: on. it's short enough that I think one sitting is probably more than You'd reasonable, go at it like watching you a You don't have to, I don't think. I like yeah, think you can okay. go away and come back. because so I, hmm. I was quite enjoying the story because it was quite interesting. Fair enough. Although, now on my second playthrough, I don't know what... Did you, uh, Do you want the second playthrough? This yeah. is the
0: whole old Paragon playthrough, Renegade playthrough.
1: Well, no, because I know there's a lot of stuff that I didn't see. Hmm. Um, because I, I found out about the robbery and how the robbery went down and But no, that's the there's, there's, there's these branch points where <laughs> if I change that robbery, yeah. then a lot of the stuff after it is no longer valid.
0: Yeah. But does that necessarily make it a different film? And should you be searching for like eight or nine parallel films that diverge well, halfway through, or, or should you just play through using you know the way you really think you should choose each time, role play yeah. it up, whatever, and then get to the end and think, no, that's enough. I've, that but that is the film I, for me. I think that's very valid,
1: but I think there is also a what could have happened aspect. Because I find this whole Wait, sort of what I want to know is what happens if I play along? Yeah, if I go full in on this uh,
0: job. Well, yeah, I mean it gives you an opportunity to explore. I suppose you could sort of wish. That's a certain degree of wish fulfilment if you're watching normal films and wanting to see how they pan out if a major character well, em- made a different choice.
1: Every time you're watching Midsummer Murders you're just shouting at Barnaby.
0: <laughs> Midsummer Murders is your go-to example, is it? Of the best narrative uh, in media, yes. Uh-huh. But those those pivotal key plot moments in, in major films... You, the from Midsummer Murders game someone. <laughs> the idea that... I'm sure Telltale are working on it. You, the idea <laughs> that, well, that you could go back in time, you know, force the film back in time and then make a change, like the memory remix again, yeah. Remember Me, and then then watch the rest of the film play out if Pivotal Thing didn't suddenly go wrong or yeah. did go right. But I suppose, does that detract from the the, the author's intent? The author has... Whoever's written this film has written a story, and here's how it plays out. And the idea that, well, I'm not going to make any decisions. I'll put all the decisions into this artwork. You have your
1: you you have your author's intent, and if your author's intent was to have a branching narrative, (laughs) that is the author's intent. It's not something that happens accidentally. It seems lazy to me. Oh, you decide (laughs) what the plot does. I can't be bothered. By the way, at that point he uh, (laughs) decides all the options. At that point he decides to murder someone. So. Oh, I have to, I, suppose yeah. I have to write this story in case
0: he doesn't. I do find I find the sort of the, the sort of propensity to the red and blue morality meter double ending game a bit cynical in terms of yes. oh we oh let's just we can we can sell it as being twice as twice as long replay value you know the whole full chaos mode that, from that mode. is truly the worst
1: example of this kind of particularly
0: uh, when you're looking at a Bioware sort of Jedi meter you know, light and dark force or whatever you know you're basically going to play through most people play through lights. So Good, play the good option, or whatever, and they'll uh-huh. they'll play through, and get to the end, and be yeah. happy with that. And some people, you know, twisted malcontents like yeah. yourself, will play through as the evil option and get to the end and think, yes, that was a good story. That's it. But then then I go play the boring one. Well, yeah, yeah, you think that would be the boring one, whereas I'll find myself quite uncomfortable having to force myself to make you know be, be mean to kittens At throughout the story. The
1: guy through a plate window in the bit, top of a tower. <laughs> oh
0: god, <laughs> <laughs> that's straight out of Mass Effect. Yeah, <laughs> that is Mass Effect. But what you'd end yeah, up doing no, is, that was oh, we get twice as much play because you can go through and make all the different choices this time, and there'll be choices that you're just not happy with making, generally, or quite uncomfortable making. Or if they if they don't make you uncomfortable making the opposite choice, then the choice probably didn't matter a damn in the first place. So either way, well, you've that, got, you've, that's got the problem. you've got everyone touting it being oh twice as long. You know, the yeah, the game's twice that, as long. That's
1: the problem because no. one of these aren't branching narratives. The Mass Effect's of this world, yeah. they are. All that changes a is a reaction to you, and then the score it, that feeds it, into a, the the it's final a little cu- meter that <laughs> ticks across. And because of the way the meter works, you yes. either go all out one way, all out the other
0: way, or yeah. don't bother. Because you, you're generally you're punished for not specialising. Yeah. Because and the, and your the idea that your your moral outlook is a kind of character specialisation, which should have appropriate stat bonuses or yeah. whatever and typically if you have a rational re- balanced reasonable look on the outlook on the world where you know you judge each case on its individual merits against pr- actual expediency and practicality you'll end up slap bang in the middle probably or a little bit one way or the other and you'll, get, you'll bit, get nothing yeah. and no unlocks or, or the, the so best one in mass
1: effect yeah. we've all done it that bit <laughs> where you do something you pick an option and realize
0: hang on that's not what i wanted that's him not what to i do. said I w- that, that is not, oh yeah that yeah. is not the good well, option that, that a, cannot be the good option <laughs> how was that the good option <laughs> when you when you apply interpretation to it as well that's insane yeah uh,
1: but I... like how how was it the good option that he went around telling every single person on the promenade that See, I just it was is always... his favorite story
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's a paragon option yeah. shilling out to yeah. the, to, to <laughs> to to the man for coin yeah <laughs> um i don't you know yeah i mean i get to the point these days where i just not, not even remotely interested in the other playthrough anymore, the no. obligatory other playthrough. Because, well, if and, the game's- and, and yet I'll still come away from the end of it feeling quite anxious that I've missed a load of content that I paid for. If the game's good enough, the yeah. other playthrough will
1: be the one I do two, three years down the line.
0: Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I've got this sort of mouldering Mass, Mass Effect trilogy renegade playthrough that's sort of bogged down halfway through the second one, and i just just not feeling it. I just don't like being that mean to everyone, you know? Yeah. so also, it's Mass Effect. So. Well, quite. Yeah, so I suppose... Yeah, morality meter not quite the same as the sort of no. branching storyline. No, line,
1: but. It's, they're completely different things. Mm. And if this was a morality, if all your options were, I'm going to do the good thing here, then sometimes I shall call the police, I shall play along, but yeah. other times it's, I, I, I shall... Um, uh, try and be uh, subtle or I direct be mm. yeah. direct.
0: Do you get an achievement for uncovering all the endings? That, w- that annoys me. I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah. Well, then that's a whole <laughs> other problem like, as well achievement we, driving gameplay. We don't, game yeah, yeah.
1: don't criticise people for their previous addictions, to it <laughs>
0: Fair enough. I've got a terrible achievement score I'm on Steam, though. I don't even know. I've got
1: a terrible one on Steam. Mm-hmm. So it turns out I don't actually play that many games on Steam. I play my good old games and places and old games
0: yeah. I own. And so that backfired as, a, as yeah. a unique selling point. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Also, then you get the badges, which is what ruins. Because the cards, so selling cards for the cards badges, are still that, a thing? that is why they're so. I get, so,
0: I get the obligatory four inventory pop ups yeah. within 10 minutes of playing any new title, and I just learnt to ignore them now. Yeah, I have
1: to. Because uh, if you sell them, what well, all you're doing is you're encouraging the market, which is the reason why all of the really rubbish shovelware games are on Steam. They're, all, they're, they're all worth 11 pence. The cards is how all these stupid games make their money. Mm hmm. Because I, be, I can't believe there's that many people who buy into that and actually work
0: the Steam level thing. Apparently do they do. It, yeah. It's big. It's don't a know.
1: reasonable source of income for games. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Remember, kids, don't play cards.
0: <laughs> Something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So anyway, um, I like this game. It is very good. It is very enjoyable. It is not one that I'm going to be repeatingly play for the next six months because uh, it's not that kind of game. But mm. it was really enjoyable, really, really well made. And um, the problem with playing these games, I had the same problem with the bunker. Is any games I play after it, I look at the cutscenes. I think. Wow, these are so amateurish. <laughs> not even the not the animation. It's just the acting and the direction. And just well, oh yeah. god, how li- how little effort goes into a cutscene from a-, a artistic point of view <laughs>
0: rather than a technical point. Of view. Because I don't watch many films, cutscenes are pretty much my main form of entertainment. So I've got much lower standards to be honest. Yeah. I, I tend to be quite impressed with them a lot of the time. <laughs> I need to watch more films. You probably do. Mm. I recommend going to the cinema. Uh, I don't like that. Strangers, loud, dark, noisy. Yeah, expensive. That. But the film I watched
1: this week uh, started with ELO being danced to during an opening battle. Well, that's quite cool. So, yeah, what more could you ask for? Mm.
0: I'm going to talk about Path of Exile. Okay. Um, yes, I've, I've fired that I'd, Again, it's just a sort of weird, oh, yeah, I remember that, nostalgia sort of thing. Path of Exile, very serviceable Diablo clone. Yep. Um, Free to play as well. I don't Excellent. quite understand how they make their money. Uh, it's, a, it's a massive online thing as well. You'll see loads of people in lobbies in, in between towns and stuff, but it's a sort of solo instance thing. Um, top-down corner view type of thing, 3D models, not sprites, because it's not yeah. 1990-whatever. Um, but... Very good. I, I'm liking it a lot. It's got it's got the usual array of classes and your, your three stats: the blue one, the red one, and the the, the green one. Okay. Um, I yeah, it's just so negligible. It's, it's it does very well at the just the basic flow, the basic gameplay. It's, yeah, like I say, the basic gameplay of it. You know that you're doing the thing you're doing to play the game is is executed yeah. well and interesting, and you've got all sorts of various interesting abilities. I'm going through with a witch, which uh, which is which witch? That witch. Um, the witch class is the sort of high magic user um, and has all sorts of elemental effects, fireballs, from lightning, etc. Can we just frost. be high magic? Um, and I've doesn't got really work, there isn't it? a wizard or anything like that so they've, they've tried I think they've tried to really differentiate themselves from the Diablo classes but <laughs> by they, renaming they do, them yeah by renaming <laughs> them largely yeah, um, but they, yeah. oh that if, sums if you, if you, up the last 30 if, years of game design doesn't you it break yeah <laughs> try not to be Blizzard by changing all the names <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you, yeah, if you abstract it all out into numbers and colours and functional yeah. mathematics, it all does work very well. But the witch gets the minion stuff instead of what would have been a necromancer class. So I've been doing it all with that, so for raising zombies and skeletons yeah. and whatnot to charge around and basically get them, all, get, have an army of my own to do the fighting, which makes it quite a fascinating experience. Because I played through before with a ranger, which is you know stand there, shoot, 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 shoot. But um, just sort of having standing at the back and almost doing it like a kind of high-paced RTS is actually quite fascinating. Yeah. um, I don't know how far I've ever gotten through there Onto Act 2 or 3 It's got the same act structure as Diablo of course Um Yes, it's, it's just a very cathartic sort of way to bash out uh, like half an hour here and there. It's yeah. not, it's not, I mean, the overall story of it, or you're, you've been exiled onto this remote continent uh, for whatever, blah, blah, blah. Reasons. Um, yeah, mods. and then there are some monsters. I, I, I think there was a story. I probably wasn't paying as much attention as I could. One thing I do like about Path of Exile is its character perk screen, um, yeah. which you might there might be some off on the video you might be seeing, but is one of the most insanely complicated grids of, of, of picking, putting pips in I've ever seen anyway. And, and I've played Final Fantasy Thirteen, yeah. which had that weird sort of three-dimensional oh, crystal did, thing then. with yeah. bits coming out everywhere. I mean, it's, 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 it's that order of magnitude, but what they've done is they've just laid all of the perks and increments and abilities out in one two-dimensional grid, uh, and it's terrifying. And you get one point every level to spend on that grid, and it increases your stats or adds ability to monsters and all this sort of thing. Um, Interesting socketing gems type thing. Your hotkey abilities come from the gems that you socket into your equipment okay which you can pull out and put back in and the gems themselves yeah. level up which means the, the the associated ability gets slightly more powerful and also you if the if the equipment you've got has got linked sockets you can put support gems in which are sort of passive buffs to some of the active abilities so okay. for example so for example i've got a, a robe that's got three slots three blue slots i can put three blue gems in there and the blue gems are all the magic of your yeah. powers so one of them will be the raised zombies one of them will be the raised skeletons. So if they're all linked together you can put in the one that's linked to them both a make all my minions more powerful support gem okay and that and and there's all sorts of interesting ones that sort of mix and match you could put lightning spells lightning boost support gems into other types of attack um the 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 class the classes abilities cross between as well so, although I wouldn't be very good at it because I picked which some of the classes are hybrids that uh, will use green and red at the same yeah. time or blue and red at the same time, and you can use some of the sport gems across. It's, it's a really complicated and interesting build structure there. Um, I guess um, I guess for like PVP or high end stuff, it becomes quite the theory craftable game, which is interesting. I'm fascinated by numbers and their application, so that's keeping me quite interested there. Um, yeah, they got BL Cash Shop with load of cosmetic stuff um, in a game where you're. Spend almost all your time in instances. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I I don't understand how they make their money or how it keeps going. But presumably the cash. I haven't seen any obvious power pay pay to win type stuff in this cash shop. But I've not seen any. If you're
1: happy with the zero point zero one percent income, then I'm not invested enough to to care.
0: No, I suppose, but. And I haven't seen any large-scale content that's behind a paywall particularly, but then I've not finished the main game, and it's been out for a couple of years. Yeah. Presumably there are expansions or long further zones or whatever. I don't know. You have to pay 40 quid to unlock the end cutscene. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, I, Genius! Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, I think I've seen that used, actually. That was um, Prince of Persia 2013 one. Was it? Or 2003. Well, the, the, the Prince of Persia reboot one. Yeah. they The entire DLC additional... Act was behind. Is, ah. well, yeah, the basically the resolution of the big story. It finishes on a cliffhanger, which is resolved in a big DLC expansion, and that they got so. So much yeah. hassle for yeah. that, brilliant. Um, but yeah, I'm quite enjoying it. It is multiplayer, you can play in small teams. Um, they got all sorts of really complicated, and involved leagues and ladders and yeah. tournament stuff going on as well. So, I, I don't know if it's e sports per se, but there is a kind of weird sort of
1: well, that that
0: divisions get, and leagues thing getting back to earlier about the whole how
1: do you keep people playing? Yeah, um, having that kind of thing is a really nice way of doing it. Well, it,
0: it's, it's definitely an in depth and more advanced way of thing. I oh, if you've you know been all the way through it and done everything and are really good at it and are playing in hardcore mode anyway then yeah you can sign on for these i don't know what they are competitions for cash or something and again i'm not quite yeah. sure it's, there's a whole depth to this game that is you wouldn't imagine um, i mean i sort of kept meaning to have a look at Diablo 3 but never really got around to it because oh, it should. never really that interesting well i got torchlight 2 as well which yeah. i haven't finished and just basically the same thing as well the problem
1: i have is the amount of content those games have and the amount of repeated content they have uh, are, are not comfortable numbers for me.
0: There's a lot of reuse of assets going yeah. on in Path of Exile, or- certainly. A lot of these caves look quite similar and the monsters are the same but different colours and so on. You, know? you yeah. get a lot of that anyway. You get a lot of that in Diablo as well. That's, no, that's Di- part Diab- of the genre. Diablo
1: somewhat worse, I'd say. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, when it feels like you're constantly doing the same things in the same place yeah then that i really bounce off well
0: that's yeah but that's that's when you you start to come down to the finesse of the moment-to-moment gameplay if you're enjoying sort of wading through monsters, you know using your abilities to cause damage and wading through incoming monsters in in an elegant and efficient style then then that works well you could keep doing that for a couple of hours it doesn't really matter how you're doing story-wise or where you're where you're at to in in the overall scheme of it all but um yeah that's still playing that i I could see me trying to push for, for i don't think i've Finish at this time either because I think I'm quite flighty these days, but but um, I could say, yeah, yeah, as as I'm pushing forward, trying to try and beat my personal best in terms of on, onward progression. I can't, I think I got somewhere into act three, possibly. So, uh, I, yeah, looking forward to trying to get to the end, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I start, I picked up a character I hadn't got very far with though, uh, and. So uh, yeah, repeating a fair bit, but that's okay. Getting back into it, and it it does handle in an entirely different way with the different classes using the different mechanics. That's good. And using all the minions and the zombies and stuff. That seems to seems to work quite yeah. well. Enjoying that. yeah how do you? Uh,
1: I I had a thought. Yeah. I did actually play another game okay there's absolutely no visual (laughs) clues in this room as to what it is that would possibly trigger my memory as to having played this game okay i played dawn of war 3 dawn of war 3 there's absolutely nothing out of camera shot here that could clue me into or even behind me um yeah Hmm.
0: Uh, how is that because I, I heard a lot of mixed things about Dawn of War 2, which sort of somehow t- managed to contrive to be some kind of Diablo-type yeah, thing, yeah. or Gate type of <laughs> well, no, adventure. Borderlands
1: 2... No, Borderlands 2? No. Um, uh, Dawn of War 2, yeah. which... Uh, I've never played it. Basically, you know the first one was large-scale combat. Yes. I um, did like the first one a lot. Yeah, The second one t- went down the more company of heroes route, yes. with smaller squads and Small squad, up
0: and you were and, sort yeah. of leveling them up like heroes and stuff.
1: This is more than two but not as much as one, and nowhere near as War Total, Warhammer War. Okay. I do like base I really want War Total, Warhammer War. It's added base <laughs> building back in. In okay. the single player, base building is sort of back to you can place down where you want. Yeah, yeah. I haven't managed to do a, ter- uh, a base rush yet, because I don't <laughs> think you can. Well, you
0: couldn't really do it in the first game either. It was quite a sort of hybrid base building type of thing, because it was all structured around specific fixed nodes of resource, rather yeah. than just you know well, go out, harvest Tiberium, put your stuff everywhere.
1: Yeah, uh, I, it, it's no, by no means the game I want it to be, mm. but that's not a reason that it's a bad game. Okay, there are other reasons. No, I don't know if it's a bad <laughs> game. I haven't made up my mind. Um, it's yeah, I really want something else from it. Um, mm. I the, the multiplayer is basically a really really bad MOBA, uh, and so I'm never I, gonna. never I, I I'm yeah, never, gonna, I guess I'm never gonna touch the multiplayer because mm. I don't need to play a bad MOBA. If I want to play a good MOBA, I will play a good MOBA. I'm not going to play a bad one. It's not
0: like there aren't enough of them out there.
1: Exactly. Uh, it, don't, it doesn't matter that I can paint my marines to be the same colour as whatever chapter I'm pretending to paint that well, That's way. the
0: least you'd expect from a from a yeah. Space Marine battle With all game. the colours. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the first game had that. It had a, yeah. had a unit painter thing. But So
1: far, it's not enough units for my uh, liking. Um, mm. The units aren't necessarily right either.
0: Well... I, I if you wait long enough I'm sure there'll be some DLC for you. Yeah. Uh and additional necrons and whatever. But
1: the the moment to moment gameplay is okay. Um, I don't like what they've done with cover, but I understand what they've done with cover and it still works. Okay. The base building is not quite where I want it to be, but base building in no no game has base building I want anymore. There is no RTS I don't think in the last however many years that <clears throat> has the sort of thing I well, want. Well that
0: kind of things moved over to your <clears throat> your city builders, your Anno games yeah. and that kind yeah. of thing.
1: But even still, I you know I want to do a turret rush. Yeah. Turret rush is my favourite tactic. I if, think that probably was a could, broken thing. If you could pull that off <laughs> in a game, it's really, really funny. Well, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, it's prob- probably broken. Probably not intended. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, uh, I, it starts off your Gabriel Burn or whoever it is. Yeah, uh, Commander, Captain Gabriel
0: or... Oh, right. yeah. uh, and you've got a Is big blood th- ravens again yeah of
1: course it's the blood ravens
0: i hate <laughs> right. the blood ravens
1: uh-huh. such a nothing chapter
0: <laughs> well, they, they had to invent one for the <laughs> game they
1: didn't they could have used anyone they wanted mm-hmm. to and he's got a Thunderhammer, which means every attack he uses throws orcs everywhere when he's fighting <laughs> orcs and that's a little bit tiresome uh, that doesn't sound like it would ever get old it does it gets old really quickly because you're you, you sending your two uh, assault marine squads on either side, uh, not very realistic. They are effective. Mm. And then he wanders in and we'll just find him, yeah, okay, bang, boom, all the orcs Oh, now. I see, oh, yeah. Okay. Then Do you mind put, we were fighting those? Yeah. Uh. I have everything under control. <laughs> I didn't need you to help. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, and if you don't use him, it gets really, really hard because um, he just sort of stands back. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know, I... I don't understand the hate for it. Well, I understand the hate for it because the internet's for looser. There's hate for it? Oh, well, it's the internet. There's hate for everything.
0: Uh, If if something isn't quite what people want,
1: then it's the worst thing ever. People should die. ruined this forever. Obviously, they killed your puppy when you were a kid. Yeah. Therefore, you have an awful lot of resentment. A lot of of
0: caps lock action there.
1: Uh, What have happened to judging games on what they are not what (laughs) you wanted them to be? I don't know. But, yeah, uh, I don't know. It's not great. It's not amazing. It's... I think it's better than 2, but I'm not entirely sure yet, because I need mm. to play it a lot more to know. Okay. It's definitely not as good as 1, although when you go back and play 1 now, 1 has aged badly.
0: Well, it's quite an old game, yeah. It's a very old game. But I did like it a lot, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I want something else, I want, and I know... So what's the last RTS you played, to comparison? It yeah. Is it Deserts of Carac? Yeah, much better game. That is better. Mm. Your
1: solar fraction of the copies <laughs> uh, has no base building at all. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that, I found that a much more enjoyable game. But then okay. again, I didn't finish that either, so... Mm. But apart from that, um, the the last game I played, which was anywhere close to what I want, is Total Warhammer. And Mm. I want that in 40k, please. Please.
0: Please. That's an opportunity, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they haven't... Well, the problem is Mm.
1: that uh, Total War is Creative Assembly uh, and uh, the license is controlled. It's just a license thing. The license is controlled Mm. by Sega. Whereas Dawn of War is Relic and the license is controlled by Sega. (laughs) <laughs> and yeah. yeah there's no reason apart from the fact that relic make dawn of war if dawn of war didn't exist then we could have a 40k game,
0: total warhammer was very popular yeah it sold a is. lot
1: i don't know if it sold as many as i need i should really check
0: it probably 40K. sold enough to warrant another adventure of a similar nature so why oh not? 40k version of it It, it, it? it sold that, enough that would, to warrant the sequel coming out next year <laughs> yeah i think i think a total 40k
1: hammer would would Certainly, make its money back. Yeah, I, I would buy it. That's the game I want, and no one's making that game, mm. and it makes me sad
0: because it's essentially that would hook into the sort of epic scale oh, tabletop yeah, stuff, exactly. actual I, titans, you yeah. know, titan, and titan, the tiny little soldiers who are that. The big.
1: problem is that. Uh, Dawn of War 3 is trying to be the tabletop game, but it's not, because it doesn't have any of the tactical flexibility. It's all <laughs> go here, do this, go here, do this. It doesn't have any of that. Okay, I'm going to be painting around, remember. All that stuff. It's here, still yeah. trying
0: to be a computer game. still trying to be an RTS. Yeah, yes,
1: it's too much like a computer game than it is the tabletop game. Uh, if you go for a smaller number of people, it, you know, compare it against Shadow War Armageddon, which is then new Necromunda release, or uh, anyway. There are, there are smaller iPhone games which try and do that, but fail.
0: Mm. But it's still too big to for To be that. honest, you'd be best if you want a computer-based interpretation of an actual game of 40K, you're best off with Tabletop Simulator. Exactly. Um, and there are, there are. trust me, there are loads of 40K armies that somehow have avoided DCMA takedowns <laughs> on the uh, Steam Workshop there. And you would literally, it is literally just a tabletop, move the pieces yeah. about. And in the same, I've talked about it loads in the past, uh, how we play board games on there, which, and, and we, it is literally board game. It is just a board and, and tokens. And, and you now, move the stuff around yourself.
1: And now I've got the hand things for VR, so I can do that. Playing it in VR properly, we're picking up the pieces. Oh
0: wow, yeah, yeah. So I should do that. So yeah, oh, I should if, you, unbox if you actually that, want for k out of the box, there's there's a different approach there that you you actually need to recreate pieces and tiles and a physical moving well, no, space. I'm not sure, and just let let it go at that.
1: No, I'm not sure. I think that there there is a, a more 40k ish experience in a, a computer game because that's what people hmm. haven't done. And I think that there's a different direction you can go down, which will make it more along those lines. Yeah, and
0: not make it quite so. So Dawn of War, then, essentially, we're going to judge it as an RTS rather than an interpretation of 40K because there's best than different no, ways to never, do it.
1: Oh, yeah, it's never going to be an interpretation of yeah, 40K. Yeah. It just, it, it's really hard not to make that comparison to the games you play of it, and mm. it doesn't really compare, and yeah. that's not quite right. It needs to be a bit more like it and a bit less like Company Heroes and those games. Yeah,
0: yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty much out of stuff to talk oh, about. I'm out of rants as well because I just defended all of the. Uh, <laughs> driven everyone away. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Eurovision this weekend. Is it coming up? Yes. Oh, yeah. I don't know when you're going to publish this, but um, oh, way before that. yeah. Yes, yeah, so we'll be doing awesome. our usual steam, steam, uh, uh, not steam. We don't do it mumble. on Steam. We're not that big yet. No, Mumble. Yes, we have a little well, Mumble. Steam doesn't have loads logical... yeah, <laughs> of anyway. um, yes. So probably be a bit of a Mumble heckler along for Eurovision. Should be good. And, and to answer everyone's questions, the reason why we haven't moved
1: over to Discord yet is we'd like it to work.
0: I don't know. what well, I've seen people talk about Discord. It's yeah, clear, probably a thing. I've not. I. There's still far too many people saying Discord has
1: problems when they try and do stuff okay. that I don't want to touch it for a while.
0: I think Discord's big draw is that they offer free hosting, essentially, so yeah. <laughs> people don't want to run a dedicated server, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah, let's, let's wrap up then. Okay, if you go along to uh, YouTube, you can
1: catch this and uh, uh, our other stuff and also our second channel, which I'm going to start this week. Oh, sounds yeah. exciting. I better say what it is then. Yeah, what I'm going to do is because um, we want to do more tabletop stuff, Uh, the longer form tabletop stuff is going to be on that channel this will still have us talking about board games and stuff but if there's something like a battle report or something from a game or a longer us playing a game and talking about it in depth or discussing the rules of a game in depth we'll put it over there and i'm also going to use it as a futile motivation for my progress (laughs) jolly good and you can go along to how to com where you can also subscribe to the podcast and the previous podcast and then you can go on to itunes if you want and leave us a review thanks to people who have it helps because uh problem is everyone's reviewed it before and so uh the, the gets recommended less and because there are new reviews so we need new reviews so it gets recommended more right otherwise it just drops down the list Which sounds like a bad thing. It is quite a bad thing. I don't think we're on the same page as Gardner's (laughs) Question Time anymore. Oh, God. We used to be. be, We we used to
0: be contenders. We might still be, actually. I need to check.
1: Yeah, yeah, and if you join us next week, we'll be... It's the book one next week, is it? Oh, it's the book? Yeah, I think. If you read us next week, I'll have started the book. <laughs> you should probably start reading the book. <laughs> yes, which is yes, Neuromancer. Neuromancer. I yeah. So if them. you want to come along and have somebody's opinion of why they don't particularly like Neuromancer, <laughs> then that'll be fantastic. And why two other people really like Neuromancer, I assume.
0: So with that, we'll see you next
1: time. Goodbye.